Thanks for listening to the Inner Life Podcast. Be sure to join us every weekday at 11 a.m. Central on Relevant Radio and on the Relevant Radio app. Find your local Relevant Radio station for the Inner Life at RelevantRadio.com or stream us live every day on the Relevant Radio app. It's time to set out on the pathway to healing and light. This is the Inner Life on Relevant Radio. If you have questions or concerns about your faith journey, if you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. One heart at a time. Welcome to the Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Hi again, everyone. I'm Chuck Neff. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life, our program about spiritual direction, coming to you every weekday to give you a little bit of help and hope on your journey of faith. Great to have all of you with us today, and today we're going to talk about the Word of God. A lot of people, and maybe you, sometimes say, God never speaks to me. Well, the truth is that God speaks to each one of us every time we hear the Word of God or read something in Scripture. Those words are His words, and if we have the ears to hear and the heart to know that, then God is speaking directly to each one of us. So if you read all four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, well, Lent is just a week away, and this hour we're going to challenge you to read all four Gospels uh, through Lent and into the Easter season. It's called the Gospel Challenge, and here to issue the challenge today, our spiritual director back with us once again, Father Vince Guest. Father Vince is a priest in the Diocese of Camden, New Jersey, pastor of Sacred Heart Parish in Camden. Father Vince Guest, uh, great to have you back. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Chuck, and it's great to be back. Thanks for having me on again. Always yeah, looking forward. Yeah, looking forward to our uh, our hour together talking about scripture as we do every day. We will open up our uh, phone lines, uh, challenging you uh, to this gospel challenge, and uh, also just talk about uh, the Word of God, what that uh, has meant to you as well. But Father Vince uh, Guest, get us started uh, the gospel challenge. I love this, by the way. But give us an overview. What is it? Well, Chuck, the the question that you you asked when uh, when we began the program. Have you ever read all the Gospels? was a question, frankly, that I have asked myself, and many parishioners have asked me or have asked themselves during the course of my priesthood. And I think back, Chuck, at my early years, my growing up. I grew up in Philadelphia, as I told you in the past, and with a very, very Catholic household. I'm a priest today, I often say, because of the faithfulness of my mom and dad. Mass every week and holy days and very involved in, in, in our parish in Philadelphia, St. Bernard. Um, Novenas and rosaries are all part of our prayer life. But growing up in the 60s and 70s, as I did, reading Scripture just wasn't a part of, of, of our Catholic faith, our Catholic prayer life, at least not, not as I grew up. You know, we heard the Gospels and heard the readings at Mass and maybe studied or heard the Gospel stories and the Bible stories in, in Catholic school. But actually opening up the Word really wasn't part of my my faith experience or my, my prayer experience, frankly, until maybe uh, my time in the seminary. And I, find, I found as a priest, uh, Chuck, that, that many of, of the parishioners had the same experience. So I would often be asked by, by my parishioners, you know, Father, I want to read the Bible, but, you know, it's so daunting. I don't know where to begin. Do I begin with Genesis? Do I just open up the book and the Bible and just pray that I open up to a, a page that inspires me? And so as I reflected upon my own experience and, 
and the questions of, of my parishioners, I thought, well, the best place to begin Scripture, I think, is getting to know Jesus. And the best place to know Jesus is reading the Gospels. And to make it um, less daunting for, for, for folks, and frankly for myself, I thought, well, let's, let's read one chapter at a time. One chapter at a time. It's not heavy lifting. Chuck, most uh, of the chapters in, in the Gospels are maybe two, three, three, four pages at the most. And if we read one chapter a day, we will have finished all the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, in 89 days, which is almost three months. Matthew has 28 chapters, Mark has 16, Luke 24, and, and John 21 chapters. And just one one chapter a day can help us get through the, the Gospels in less than three months. I put this out in my previous parish, Our Lady of Guadalupe, and I had people coming to me who were in their 80s who said, Father Vince, I never really read the Gospels, but this, it made it so much easier for me. And, and so that's why I thought, you know, I'll do this again in my current parish of Sacred Heart and to let the diocese and now your audience know that maybe this is a good way to, uh, to encounter Jesus through, through Scripture, to let Jesus speak to your heart and to, to, to walk with the Lord through, through the Gospels. Father One Vince Guest is, yeah, uh, let me invite our listeners to, to join us uh, in the conversation today. Father Vince Guest is our spiritual director. If you're just uh, joining us, talking about the Gospel Challenge, one chapter of the Gospel a day for 89 days. I figured this out this morning, too, by the way, Father. Uh, 89 days from today is May 10th, and uh, from Ash Wednesday, uh, next week it would be uh, Monday, May 17th. So we're near the end of our Easter journey and uh, approaching Pentecost. So what a great challenge for all of us to begin reading one chapter of the Gospels each day. Let's open up our phone lines if you'd like to join us on the program. Toll-free phone number 888-914-9149, our email address, com. But as we talk about the Word of God and the Gospel Challenge, what is your experience of reading the Gospels? And when have you experienced one of the Gospels speaking directly to you? Again, toll-free if you'd like to join us, 888 Four, nine. So, Father Vince, I'm curious, how did your uh, parishioners react to this when you challenged them to um, read uh, to this gospel challenge? Well, very, very positively, because I think it, it made, made the reading of Scripture less, less daunting for them. You know, as I mentioned, a lot of folks uh, in my generation, I'm, I'm 61 now, uh, really didn't grow up reading Scripture, and, and, but they had a hunger for it. You know, they, they listened to the Word of God at at, uh, at Mass and had a hunger to really dive into Scripture. And what I really found uh, exciting was some small faith groups developed within the parish where they would, they would get together and, and reflect upon, upon the, uh, the readings of, of that week. What I would do, uh, Chuck, and what I'm doing now, is I'm putting reflection questions on our parish website and our parish bulletin. And so the seven chapters for that week, I just put out some questions that uh, maybe help them to think through and, and pray with the chapters they have read that week. And small groups would, would get together and, and discuss the questions and just have a chance to open up the Word among themselves and, and to themselves. So it was a very positive experience, not only for people to read the Gospels, but also to think and pray and come together as a faith community. Mm. I, I found out some husbands and wives were, were doing it together. Um, 
one one person I know who was visually impaired had had one of their children read the chapter to them each day. So 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 many beautiful stories I heard, you know, by opening up uh, God's word to uh, to our good people. Yeah, and then Father Vince, can you just talk a little bit in terms of how to do this? Because I know for me, and I sit down, and I probably need to be better at it, but uh, I'm going to read a chapter a day. And then for me, it kind of becomes a contest. I'm going to get through this. So and I've got a lot a lot of other things going on. But can you just talk to the to the really important part of this in terms of, yeah, let's read, read a, a chapter a day, but take our time and really walk into the story. Well, that's absolutely right, and and, and it isn't. Although I, I call it a challenge, it's it's kind of a, a fun challenge. It's not a challenge to, to to get through. We don't want to read the Gospels like we're reading a John Grisham novel or we're reading the Lord of the Rings. You know, we're, we're not reading the Gospels just just to get through it, you know, just to reach the finish line. But we read all Scripture, and and I would say especially the Gospels because that's what we're talking about today. But we read. The Gospels to encounter Jesus, to 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 walk with Jesus. Uh, I, I'm really a big believer in the Ignatian method of, of reading Scripture. Saint Ignatius of Loyola was the founder of the Jesuits, as you know, and and he encouraged his early followers to use all your imagination when when you read the Scripture, especially the Gospel, to actually place yourself right in the scene, you know, to, to to hear the lapping of the water against the boat as they out, they're out in the Sea of Galilee, to, to feel the crushing waves coming upon them as, as they're fearful, to see Jesus reach out and, and heal a person who, who, who's, who is sick in some way or cast out a demon, just to get the smells and the sounds of, of, of the gospel scene, just to walk right into it and picture yourself right there with Jesus or with those who are suffering, with his apostles who, who are afraid, and, and just to be with the Lord there, and to make it not just a reading, but truly, as it should be, Chuck, a, 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 true, a true prayer uh, that we find encouraging, consoling, and yes, at times, very, very challenging. But to let, the Jesus, let our Lord Jesus speak to, to our hearts. Now, there's periods in the Gospels for a reason, and, and the, the periods there are going to cause us to, to pause. And what I often uh, was taught myself, and I encourage our listeners, is to uh, is to remember that at times when you read, something's going to jump out at you, I mean, a word, a phrase, and you should stay with that. You know, and that, cause maybe that's where the Holy Spirit is touching your heart and asking you to listen even more, and just to pause and pray with that. And so, yeah, it may take a, a long time to read those two pages if you do it very prayerfully, but that's the way I think we should approach Scripture as, a, as an opportunity to encounter the great love that Christ has for us. Yeah, and I, I know, Father, for me, and there are just a couple of uh, of uh, Scripture passages in the Gospels that just speak to me on such a deep level. And it's almost like um, that it was just written for me. It is so personal. It mm-hmm. is so rich. It's so uh, challenging, comforting, inspiring. It's all of that. But I'm, I'm, I've just been so taken in my own uh, little journey of faith that how personal, I mean, how deeply personal these words in Scripture can really be, certainly for me, but really for all of us in so many ways. Absolutely. And, and, that's, and that's exactly what um, reading Scripture is all about. When you read it that way, Chuck, as you're doing, and as God has touched your heart, it is a prayerful, 
reading. You know, knowing that you're not alone, but God is accompanying you on, on this journey or on this challenge. You know, God is accompanying us. One, one woman from my previous parish who, uh, who read, who did the challenge, was in her 80s, and during the course of, of those three months, she was diagnosed with, with cancer. And um, she told me how, how much the words of Scripture just touched her heart in such a special way as she had to deal with this blow of, of being dealt with cancer. But she knew you know, through her prayer life and, and through reading the Scriptures that Jesus was with her in, in her suffering. And, um, and that, that just brought tears to my eyes when, when she told me that, mm. uh, just knowing that she read it prayerfully and how God's Word opened up to her that consoling, comforting word that she needed to hear at a difficult time in her life. Yeah, well, and that can happen to all of us, right? It happens to all of us. And um, live radio things happen. So, uh, But if we're talking about uh, the gospel challenge, uh, one chapter of the gospels a day, less than 90 days. If uh, you accept the uh, challenge, phone lines are open if you'd like to uh, join us. Uh, what's been your experience of praying uh, the gospels and maybe reading a chapter a day? We'd love to hear your story. If you'd like to uh, join us, toll-free number 888-914-9149. So, um, Father Vince, let's uh, take a phone call for you. Mark, listening in Lewiston, Maine. Thank you for the call, and uh, nice to have you on the program today. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, yes, I, I just wanted to say that um, I have been reading the Bible this way for quite some time. It was recommended to me by uh, a, monk, a monk that I was getting spiritual direction from to start with the New Testament, and which I did, and I am actually up to Second Chronicles now, just doing a chapter a day. And my goal is just to do this, you know, for the rest of my life, just read a chapter a day. And I will say that getting through the book of numbers was kind of daunting. Um, but it's, you know, it's part of the Bible. And um, I just I needed to do that to get through that. And also, whenever I speak to someone in different prayer groups that I belong to about the Bible, I always tell them, just read a chapter a day. You know, just it's, it's the easiest way to do it. And um, it, it's such a great, great way to um, to read the the Word of God. Great, Mark. Well, thank you for affirming. You know, I uh, I'm happy you said that because it's, that's exactly what what I was hoping. You know, this this would would help others uh, to 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 know and, and to do. And by your witness, your testimony, you know, you're you're saying now this has touched your heart. Uh, beginning with the Gospels, as we're talking about today, but then maybe turning to other parts of Scripture, the Old Testament, as you did, but. Um, but yeah, you're, you're affirming exactly what what my feelings were when I, you know, thought uh, about this. And my own my own uh, challenge, because so many people, as you know, Mark, just get um, afraid, I guess, of opening up the Bible and don't know where to begin. But as you said, and as, as we're saying on the program today, one chapter a day is um, is doable, and it allows you to enter into the Scripture, and and it really develops for you, and and hopefully for all of us, a very uh, um, good prayer experience and a good prayer habit, if you will, you know, to uh, to get into reading Scripture prayerfully. And so thanks yeah. for witnessing to that and, and for your testimony towards it. Yeah, thank you, Mark. And hey, just a real quick question for you, if you don't mind. As you as you read that chapter a day, do you are you able to, quote-unquote, pray it? Is it more than just words? Is it really something that, uh, that really touches your heart uh, on some days? Yeah, absolutely. There are things that, you know, are going on in my life that kind of show up in what I'm reading and uh, (laughs) 
you know, things that have happened before in my life and just kind of brings things into perspective a little bit more. Um, you know, not all the time, but um, when God wills it, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mark, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, We appreciate uh, you taking time to be part of the program today. We are talking about the Gospel Challenge, uh, reading a chapter of the Gospels a day. What's been your experience of reading the Gospels, and when have you experienced one of the Gospels speaking to you directly? How did it impact your faith? Father Vince Guest is our spiritual director. If you'd like to join us, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is today's Gospel reading from the New American Bible. Mark, chapter 7, verses 14 through 23. Jesus summoned the crowd again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that enters one from outside can defile that person. But the things that come out from within are what defile. When he got home away from the crowd, his disciples questioned him about the parable. He said to them, Are even you likewise without understanding? Do you not realize that everything that goes into a person from outside cannot defile, since it enters not the heart, but the stomach, and passes out into the latrine? Thus he declared all foods clean. But what comes out of the man, that is what defiles him. From within the man, from his heart, come evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, folly. All these evils come from within, and they defile. You can find all the daily readings at relevantradio.com slash gospel, or tap the prayer tab on the Relevant Radio app. The Relevant Radio Studio Line is sponsored by Catholic Order of Foresters. Information about employment opportunities and their flexible premium life insurance plans available at relevantradio.com slash forester. If you're looking for a little help on your journey of faith, our priests are here for you. Call now, 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. Or email us, relevantradio.com. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm Chuck Neff, along with our producer, Nick Schmitz. Jim Shaper is answering your phone calls. And Father Vince Guest is our spiritual director. Father Vince is a a pastor of Sacred Heart Parish in Camden, New Jersey. That, of course, in the Diocese of Camden. Talking today about the Gospel Challenge. It's uh, something that uh, Father Vince has done with his parishioners. And now we are challenging you as part of the inner life today. Uh, Let's coming up. It starts uh, next uh, Wednesday, a 
week from today. And you could start today. You could start to uh, make it part of your Lenten journey, 89 chapters in the four Gospels, which will take you up uh, near the end of the Easter season. But uh, talking about reading one chapter a day of the Gospels, going through all of them slowly and reverently and prayerfully, and then watch how that might make a difference in your life. So that's the challenge. And uh, we're inviting you in our listening audience to join us. If you want to uh, join in the conversation today, it's a toll-free phone number, 888-914-9149, our email address, relevantradio.com. But the gospel challenge, what is your experience of reading the gospels, and when have you experienced maybe one of the gospels uh, just touching and speaking to you directly? How did it make a difference in your life? Again, toll-free if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. So, Father Vince, uh, let's uh, head back to the phones and Mario listening in Austin, Texas. Uh, thanks for the call, and welcome to the program today. Thanks for having me, uh, Father. Good to be with you. And uh, my reflection, I just recently read the Gospel of John, and in reading that, what really was on my mind was the true uh, presence of Christ in the Eucharist. And I was really, you know, reading uh, John through that lens, and then also really kind of considering um, you know, unfortunately, how a lot of Catholics, um, you know, really don't hold that view. I think polls have shown, and there's been a lot of discussion about the fact that you know, many Catholics don't uh, hold, you know, the true presence of the of the Eucharist uh, of, of of God in the Eucharist as an article of faith. And so, when I was reading through it, I was kind of, you know, reflecting and also thinking about it, sort of theologically. And then it's kind of what I didn't expect really kind of hit me. And the creativity, I heard you mention Ignatian, you know, kind of creatively, kind of, you know, putting ourselves in the scene. But this is sort of a different kind of creativity, perhaps. And it was when I read, uh, beginning with uh, John 6, 66, from this time on, many of his disciples broke away and would not remain in his company any longer. Jesus said to the twelve, do you want to leave me too? And it really gave me, I think, a personal level and a spiritual level, a sense of sort of a foretelling, as, as I read the tea leaves anyways, as I, it occurred to me, of this unfortunate sort of division and exclusion um, having to do with many believers, Catholics, and other Christians alike who don't accept, um, you know, the Eucharist. And it really struck me in reading it in a way I didn't expect that this is talked about in John, um, rather than seeing it so much in a modern, you know, kind of context, but really seeing it like, yeah, it felt sort of like this was foretold. I guess the last thing to say, Father, on this would be sort of a, a sense, too, of that freedom and that creativity to sort of go into that kind of spiritual, mystical place, and to me, just to be in that space is really rewarding uh, and really faith-fulfilling uh, for me. Um, and sometimes I might struggle, though, to sort of balance that with sort of, you know, the, the Church authority, the doctrine, and it's not that I have a problem with the authority or doctrine in interpreting Scripture, but it's sort of that question of, well, how much of this is mine to interpret in the first place? Uh, those are my comments. I thank you for taking my call. Mm. Well, Mario, thank you for, for calling. And, and really, 
what you're doing is you're really uh, shedding light on 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 how to read the, the Gospels and and how the Lord has touched you uh, through through John's Gospel and particularly through chapter six, which is the great bread of life discourse. You know that that chapter begins with the feeding of the five thousand, uh, as you mentioned, and you can just pick yourself you know amongst them, and, and then it, it ends or towards the end of the chapter. It, our Lord recognizes that folks are walking away you know, from Him and, and not believing that He is the bread of life, as Jesus says. Uh, but let me encourage you that you're not walking away. You know, and this whole experience for you has helped you come to a better appreciation and understanding of that that true belief, that doctrine that Jesus is truly present in in, in the Eucharist. And and sadly, I think you know we as a church need to do some better catechesis on that ourselves as church leaders, to help people once again capture this, this sort of summit of our, of our faith, you know, the Eucharist, and how we are fed daily by, by the Lord, just as they were fed on that hill in, you know, in, in Galilee or Palestine. Uh, we are fed daily through the Eucharist, and we receive our, our Lord, uh, the bread of life that gives us the strength and courage to live the faith life that, uh, that we have. But you, you, you truly are a, a man of prayer, Mario, and I encourage you to continue to dive into the Gospels and to creatively and use your imagination as you're doing. And and you're one who's not walking away. So so God bless you for your for your yeah. faithfulness and for your your witness. Yeah, Mario, thanks uh, thanks for joining us. I love the story. And you know, we talk about uh, the Gospels, we talk about Scripture, Father Vince, and certainly this uh, two thousand years old. You know, we've been uh, working our way through the Gospels, but it's still a a message of today. And I'm just so taken with Mario's story that it, it hit me. He said, "I didn't expect it," and it's so interesting that when really to your point, when we pray the Gospels, we're going to find something out uh, all the time aren't we because it's really ever new if i can if i can use that phrase well it, it's it's the, it's the right phrase to use chuck because it truly is ever, ever new you know it's a living word that, that god has, has given to us through through scripture and and we walk with jesus we walk with the lord in in scripture and is always always speaking to us and you know you, you may read something today from the gospel of mark perhaps like we're reading at daily mass and uh Something struck you today, perhaps that never struck you before from from the reading. That's the beauty of of scripture. You know, as I prepare homilies, I read something and I I'm inspired to think of something maybe that I never thought of before, or, or God's word touched me in a way that that never touched me before, or a character in 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 the scene became uh, real for me in some way, because God's always speaking to us and reaching out to us and and nudging us, you know, where where we need to be nudged, and that's the beauty of of uh, of the gospels, that's the beauty, I think, of this challenge that that our, our listeners and and our prisoners can can walk with our Lord and and have the Lord touch them yeah. through His wonderful Word. Father Vince Guest is our spiritual director, talking about the gospel challenge, challenging you as uh, Father Vince is doing with his parishioners to read a chapter of the gospel 
uh, every day, uh, 89 chapters in the four Gospels. And if you start it today, that'll take you up into the Easter season. But um, 89 days, and uh, be be careful. It might change your life. And uh, if you'd like to join us, we'd love to hear your story. Well, I wanted to ask you about that, too, by the way. Um, but if, if you'd like to join us, uh, we'd love to hear uh, your story of, uh, of the Gospels. Uh, when have the Gospels made a difference in your journey of faith? Toll-free phone number if you'd like to join us on the program, 888-914-9149. And again, our email address, life at relevantradio.com. Father Vince, talk about that a little bit, because if we're going to read the Gospels one chapter a day, might we expect that, in fact, it might change us? I, I think we might expect that. You know, what I encourage folks to do, and what I do myself, Chuck, is, is I pray the prayer, a prayer to the Holy Spirit before I open up uh, the, uh, the Gospels, before I open up Scripture, and, and pray that beautiful prayer, O come Holy Spirit, for the hearts of your faithful, and kindle in us the fire of your love, and, and, and beg the Holy Spirit to touch your heart as, as you're reading through, through, uh, through the Scriptures. I also pray a Hail Mary every time before I, I begin reading one of the chapters of the Gospel, <clears throat> as we're doing here in the Challenge, because I ask Mary, our Blessed Mother, to help me encounter her son, I have a great devotion to the Blessed Mother, as as you do and as our listeners do. And no one wants us to meet Jesus more than Mary does, right? Her her son. And so I always pray a Hail Mary also before I read Scripture, just asking our Blessed Mother to take me by the hand and help me to get her to know her son, our Lord and God, in a better way through this particular gospel passage. Mm-hmm. So always begin, I think, always begin with, with prayer uh, as you as you open up uh one of the one of the gospels or one of the uh, chapters asking the spirit the holy spirit to guide you and asking our blessed mother and i would even say saint joseph this year to uh, have them help us to get to know their son our lord and and our god and and yes expect to be to be challenged expect to be consoled expect to um have a word a phrase to touch your heart and and to allow to change you to follow jesus as we're called to follow yeah, and then Father Vince, somebody listening today saying, oh, I love this idea, but oh my gosh, the time. How am I going to find the time to do this with everything else going on in my life? So for somebody listening today who's wondering how to to do this and fit it into a pretty busy schedule, what might you say to that listener today? I think it's good to develop pure habits. Uh, we have bad habits, as we know. We all have bad habits, but we also can develop good prayer habits. For me, my my the best time of prayer for me is early in the morning. I'm up at 5 o'clock, and, and that's when I you know, dive into my, my bravery, as, as we're called to as priests, but also to dive into my, my gospel challenge. Um, the, one of the reasons I love this particular uh, exercise is because it's not a long reading. You know, it's, it's just uh, two pages or so, you know, most, most chapters in the gospel, and if you allow that that period of the time of the day that's good for you and make that consistent. For me, it's the morning. For others, maybe, you know, after work or, or if you have a family, you know, sometime when, when, when your child's taking a nap. But, but always to have a set time, I think, is, is very important to, uh, to allow you to, to, to do this and to enter into that prayerful moment. We also encourage uh, folks to, to enthrone the Bible in, in your home somehow. Mm-hmm. Many of the prisoners I visit, especially my, my Spanish prisoners, have 
a small little shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe in their home with an image of Mary and the flowers and, and a crucifix and maybe a candle. And, and what a beautiful, you know, way for a family, you know, as they walk past that little shrine, others have a shrine of the Sacred Heart, you know, in their home or their, their home is dedicated to the Sacred Heart of, of Jesus and to the Heart of Mary. Perhaps you can do something like that in your home as a reminder, you know, of, of God's presence in your home, but include on that little shrine or little altar, if you will, the table, you know, somewhere in your, in your home, uh, the, an open Bible uh, as a reminder of God's Word is alive for you. God's Word is alive in your home. A little, little Bible, maybe with, with a cross or crucifix next to it, uh, as a way, the constant reminder that God's Word is, is in this house. This is God's house. Uh, along with, with my families, and, and we listen and we're open to God's Word here in our home. A little practical ways, I think, to uh, help us to keep on track of our prayer life and perhaps on track with this challenge. Yeah. And so, Father Vince, I'm curious, as you think about your own journey of faith, your priesthood, the call to the priesthood, uh, even today as a pastor in, in the Diocese of, of Camden at Sacred Heart Parish, is there a particular scripture, a gospel passage that's speaking to you or continues to speak to you after so many years as a priest? Someone once asked me, uh, Chuck, I, was, I think I was when I was teaching in one of the schools, you know, visiting one of our classrooms, uh, asked me, Father Vince, what's your favorite gospel? You know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I was giving a little, little, little course on, on the gospels. What's your favorite one? And I had a pause because, and I, and I said to them, you know what? It, it's like asking a parent who's your favorite child. <laughs> you know, um, we love them all. <laughs> and, and I can give you great reasons why I love each of the Gospels. I'm sure, you know, you and, and our listeners can too, you know. Um, at some moments of our lives, maybe one Gospel does speak to us, you know, more clearly than another Gospel. And that's the beauty of the Gospels. They're all slightly different. You know, slow us, uh, tell a slightly different version of the life of Christ, you know, to meet the audience's needs of, of that particular time, but all with a different nuance, you know. Uh, but to be honest with you, the one that really speaks to my heart is, is the Gospel of, of Luke, uh, because Luke is such a, and I think that speaks to the, my prisoners here at Sacred Heart. Uh, now, Luke is such a, an inclusive Gospel. It's a Gospel that's written to the Gentiles, it's a gospel where Jesus is always reaching out to the broken and, and to the sinner, uh, to those who are left out and, and left behind. And, and my ministry now is in Camden. It's a very poor city here in, in South Jersey that's been through some difficult times, uh, lots of poverty and violence, and you know, we're getting a little bit better with that, but, but it's still um, you know, a challenging inner-city parish. And I see the brokenness. Uh, Chuck, in, in the parish, I see the brokenness of, of addiction and homelessness, you know, not far from you know, the, the church doors. And so uh, the Gospel of Luke is, is really speaking to me, and now in, in this parish, I've been there for about half a year uh, now, uh, especially how Jesus is always reaching out. You know, Luke's the Gospel of the prodigal son, you know, welcoming home, the father welcoming home, the prodigal son. Luke's the Gospel of the woman searching for the lost coin. Luke's the gospel of, of Jesus forgiving the thief on the cross. Always Jesus saying, you know, mercy and, and forgiveness all throughout Luke's gospel. It's a gospel of great love and mercy. And, and it's touching my heart, you know, as I you know, embark on my ministry here in, in Camden, how, um, you know, Luke's gospel 
and the ministry of Jesus being open to the broken has to be my ministry too as as a priest uh, so it's also a gospel where the Holy Spirit is very evident but to Mother Mary of course in, in the first uh, chapters of the gospel and gospel of great prayer our Lord is always going away to pray before he makes a decision and so for many reasons Luke's gospel is, is speaking to me uh, uh, at this point in my life Talking about the Gospel Challenge today, and uh, by the way, if you're joining us late, uh, don't forget you can uh, download uh, the podcast of the entire show. Just uh, go to the website, RelevantRadio.com, the Inner Life page, and you can download uh, today's program. And uh, the program's generally up and available within about 30 minutes after we say goodbye at the top of the hour. So don't forget you can do that. Uh, Great information today for sure. Father Vince Guest is our spiritual director talking today about the Gospel Challenge. What is your experience of reading the Gospels. When have you experienced maybe one of the Gospels speaking directly to you? How did it make a difference in your faith? Toll-free number if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. Stay with us. We'll get to some more phone calls. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. part of the program, you can listen to this show and any of your favorites on the Relevant Radio app or online at RelevantRadio.com. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us on the program. Father Vince Guest is our spiritual director. Father Vince is the pastor of Sacred Heart Parish in Camden, New Jersey. Yeah, that, is, of course, in the Diocese of Camden, talking today about his gospel challenge, challenging all of us, uh, really any time, but uh, we have Lent coming up. And uh, a chapter a day of the Gospels, 89 chapters in the four Gospels, uh, less than three months uh, to work uh, through them prayerfully and uh, let the Gospels speak to you in maybe um, a different way than maybe they've ever spoken to you before. And uh, with light coming up starting next week, just a reminder to all of you that uh, we have Father Rocky's Lenten lessons on the Mass. Uh, we want to help you on your Lenten journey. And when you sign up for uh, Father Rocky's Lenten lessons, you're going to receive a daily email where uh, Father Rocky will walk you through the different parts of the Mass. And each lesson uh, you can read, you can listen uh, to Father give a detailed explanation of a certain part of the Mass. And you'll also receive a daily bonus video to accompany each Lenten lesson and uh, giving you a behind-the-scenes, uh, more detailed look at the different parts of the Mass. And uh, the first Lenten lesson uh, a week from today, that's when it will go out, Ash Wednesday, February 17th. So sign up now by clicking on the banner on the Relevant Radio app or at relevantradio.com. Father Vince, uh, let's head back to the phones. And Laura, listening in El Paso, Texas, uh, thanks for the call. Thanks for waiting. Welcome to the inner life. Good morning. Wow, I can't believe I, I actually went through. Father, good morning. I, um, I wanted to share this experience that I, that I actually started it. 2019, I read my four Gospels. My favorite one is Matthew, um, the tax collector, because I am an accountant. And the, it made a big difference. I've been away from the church for almost 20 years. I actually 
it actually changed. I actually, everybody says, this pandemic is the worst that ever happened to me. Well, it actually different for me. I actually is the best that ever happened to me, the pandemic. I went through my four chapters, my four gospels. I actually did exactly what you say, one chapter a day. And then from there, I will go through my other um, books that are um, divided in each chapter. I, after um, finishing up, I have another source of um, books that I've been getting. You might probably say, what else have you? The more I get, the more I I want. I actually get these particular birds in my daily reading, and then after that, I put it on my on a little card and I put it in front of my desk and just try to do our reflections, do devotionals. I do um, a daily journal, my mass, pray my rosary with my kids. Um, I am ready for for Lent. Last year, I had forty days to finding peace in Christ. Uh, giving a worry for Lent. I actually got my daily bread book from Patrick Madrid. And um, I am ready with mine for Lent and Easter reflections. And the other one is 40 Days at the Foot of the Cross. Um, I had a big disappointment back in 2019. That's what it got me um, to start. This is the only thing I have a home and or 30 in the morning every day is my time with um, coffee with Jesus hmm. every single day. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it's hard. It is, it is, you know, every day. Sometimes I put myself and sometimes I feel like, oh, you didn't happen. <laughs> but I always, every single day, I continue trying and, and uh, try to find, you know, I know that is. It's going to take me forever. I might not be able, but I asked my Lord, why? Why did it take me so many years to really be where I am? But I think he had a plan for me. And this is the time that I that I gained. And I continue, and I will not let go. Yeah. Well, Laura, thanks uh, for the call. Father Vince, she brings up a really good point, I think, in terms of being away from uh, the church for 20 years and the coffee with Jesus. I like that a lot. But uh, he never gives up on yeah, us, d- does he? No, no, he, he doesn't. And and Laura really raised so many uh, excellent points just sharing her story, for for one, was, was very moving. And as you said, Chuck, uh, the Lord never gives up on us. He's always, always reaching out to us, the hand of heaven, as that famous poem is, you know, always searching for us. You know, and I, when, when Laura mentioned Matthew's Gospel and, and her own her own experience as, as an accountant, um, okay. and Matthew being the tax collector, my, my mind immediately went to the famous uh, painting by Caravaggio, um, where, where Jesus is pointing to Matthew, and Matthew is at the tax table with his, his fellow tax collectors. You, you've probably seen that, uh, that, that image or that picture. And money's on the table, and and Jesus is pointing right at at Matthew, and I think the the painting is called the calling of Matthew, and Matthew is looking up at Jesus, stunned, like, and, and he's pointing to himself, saying, "Almost, you can hear him say, me, you're calling me," and and that's what happened. I think to Laura, you know, Laura was was in her world and maybe had been away from the church for for a period of time, but Jesus pointed to her just as he pointed to Matthew and said, come follow me. 
Laura, come follow me, and enter into a deeper relationship with me. And, and Laura did just that, just as Matthew did. Laura, you know, cast aside maybe what was holding back uh, her from following and dove right into that relationship with, with the Lord. So what a great witness. And it's really all of us at times are, are that way, aren't we? We're all oh, yeah. at times wandering away from, from, from God. And as you said, Chuck, he's, Jesus, our loving God, is always reaching out, always calling us to come back again. Uh, a few other things that Laura said, uh, I love the coffee with Jesus. That's what I do in the morning. <laughs> I love my coffee, too, with, with Scripture. And, and Laura has a set time. As I mentioned, you know, 4.30 in the morning she gets up, because that's good for her. And so all those tips that, that she gave us, I think, can help all of our listeners and have that set time in the morning um, and, and to recognize that the Lord is always beckoning us home, always beckoning us home, always calling us home in that deeper relationship that she responded to. And I, I continue to pray for her and her, her journey. And it is a journey, as she mentioned. We're not there yet. I'm not there yet. My goodness. And and, and none of our listeners are. And, and so if you feel like, you know, you're you're wandering, you're 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 not guided properly, uh, that's okay, you know, because we're all we're all there and we're always being beckoned home closer to Jesus and he's always reaching out and, and calling us back home again. And and you're gonna you're gonna see that and feel that and experience that when you read through the gospels. Yeah. Laura, thanks uh, for joining us on the program today. Father Vince Guest, our spiritual director, talking about the gospel challenge, uh, the challenge from Father Vince and from all of us here at Relevant Radio, a chapter a day of the uh, Gospels. Uh, Certainly Lent starts uh, next week. It could start today, but uh, 89 chapters, less than uh, three months, uh, take you up near the end of our Easter celebration. So we're talking about that. And one of the questions I wanted to ask, and I know you wanted to kind of touch on it as well, can you uh, give us some sense of of memorizing scripture, the importance of that. Uh, what do you recommend with that? Yeah, that's another question that, that people have asked me because you know some of our Protestant brothers and sisters are are very good at that. You know, and I and I always, in one sense, I caution people because I don't want them, any of us, to approach scripture as an academic exercise. You know, like we're. If we in grade school or high school, we had to memorize the Declaration of Independence or, or, or Robert Frost poem or something, uh, and it becomes academic. Um, now, what people don't realize maybe is they already have memorized Scripture. If you pray the Our Father every day, you know you're you're memorizing, you know the Our Father was a prayer of Jesus from the Gospels of of Matthew and and Luke. Uh, when you pray the Hail Mary every day, that the first phrase of the Hail Mary is taken directly from from the Gospel of St. Luke. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. And and so we already have, I guess, in many ways, memorized parts of Scripture. But what I do is, instead of taking long pass- passages and, and trying to, uh, to to memorize them and quote them, is, is I take out snippets of, of a reading. And what I recommend, if possible, maybe have a journal, journal with you, a little notebook, if you will, as you read through this challenge, maybe every day something may jump out at you, you know, a word of Jesus, a word from his his, uh, his apostles or followers, and maybe jot down that little word or phrase, and maybe after three months you'll be able to read through all those little snippets of, of our Lord's teachings or, 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 or comforting words that have touched your heart. And and make it part of your prayer life. If you're going to memorize something, my my recommendation it would, would be to keep it short, 
and and to make it part of a of a prayerful experience that consoles you and comforts you throughout the day. One of my favorite lines of scriptures is, is "Be not afraid." And so when I when I face some some challenge as a priest or a personal challenge, I remember Jesus saying to me, "Be not afraid." That's right from the Gospels, right? Um, uh, many many words of Saint Paul helped me, you know, in 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 my life as a priest, and I think all of our lives as, as Catholics, as Christians. When he says, Paul says, "I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me." You know, great great lesson from from Saint Paul. Another nice short phrase. We can we can maybe keep the memory, hang up on our bathroom window or our refrigerator, and when you face a challenge in your life, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. From from Romans, I, I love the reading from Romans chapter chapter eight, when Paul says, "I am convinced that neither death nor life nor anything can separate me from the love of God in Christ Jesus." And so when you're traveling or when you're having a you know, a challenging time in your life, like we all are now with the COVID crisis, you know, being isolated in our homes and wearing masks and not getting to church like we, we want to or are doing church differently. Remember that nothing separates us from God's love uh, through, through Christ Jesus. Not a, not a pandemic. <laughs> nothing can separate us from God's love, not even, not even death. And St. Paul reminds us of that. So that, that's my, my recommendation for, for scripture quotes is to, is to keep it short and simple and something that gives you great comfort and, and consolation and perhaps even challenging, you know, like be merciful or, or do not judge, <laughs> but something that, that helps us to, um, to remember that God's word is alive and it is there to comfort us and to strengthen us and not letting it be an academic exercise, but more of a prayer exercise for us. Yeah, it's really interesting you say that, uh, Father Vince, in terms of uh, the last cover, last supper discourse in the Gospel of John. I just read over and over and that again. And there's a couple of scripture passages which is which I know by memory. It was not you who chose me; it was I who chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, mm-hmm. fruit that will last. And then John seventeen twenty one, uh, so the world may believe. And lots of stories behind all of that. But it's interesting you say that because I did not set out to memorize those. I just read them so often and talked about them so often that I naturally uh, came mm-hmm. to memorize them. And uh, they are a big part, a big part of my uh, my own faith journey. And, and, you're, and you're doing that. You're, you're living that too, Chuck, in your ministry on, on, on the radio. And, and you're certainly right. It is something that should come naturally and through prayer and allow the Holy Spirit to move you there. It's not something, like I said, an academic exercise, but where the Holy Spirit guided you and touched your heart and became part of who you are. You know, that's all the Spirit moving you through that. So that's that's wonderful. Father Vince Guest, our spiritual director, the Gospel Challenge, uh, 89 chapters in the four Gospels, one chapter a day. Start today. Ash Wednesday's coming up in a week, so you could start then as well. Father Vince Guest, we have got to wrap things up, and as you know, we like to close with a final blessing for all of our listeners. Well, thank you again, Chuck, and all of our listeners, and we pray, Almighty God, help us to open our hearts to your word, our sacred scripture. Help us to know Jesus more thoroughly by your word. May our Mother Mary and St. Joseph accompany us and lead us to her Son. May God bless all of our listeners in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father Vince Guest, a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Celebrating Mass from the Cathedral of St. Paul here in about 60 seconds. Stay tuned for that and we're back tomorrow and we hope to see you then.